We haven't done a question and answer for a while. So now's your opportunity to ask questions. And maybe some other people in the room will have answers, or Bonte or I will, or there might, it might be something we can talk about, have different opinions about. Uh, it's good if you have questions about your practice, like if you're if you're understanding the practice, if it's working for you, uh, if it's not working for you. Uh huh. Yeah, I would say stop doing that. <laughs> That's the Bob Newhart school of psychotherapy. If it hurts, stop doing it. <laughs> uh, yeah, the, yeah. A lot of times, if we create that anxi- anxiety within ourselves because we really want to be practicing, but we don't do it, you know, we create that resistance. Um, it's better to just. You know, drop it, maybe drop it for a while. Don't, it, it, the last thing you want is for whether you practice or not to create anxiety for you. Cause then you're just, you're just making things worse. You're suffering, you're creating suffering. And really creating suffering. So if you, that, that's when it might be good to set a, set a time. And this is when I'm going to spend, start with five minutes. It's going to be, a certain time of the day when you know is is you typically good for you, and and then you're going to sit for five minutes and not do it the rest of the day. It's only one five minute period when you're going to commit to it, or maybe just one five minute period between ten o'clock and noon, and then do that. I mean, make it something that you can not stress about, but that's doable. Don't. Don't make it be something that isn't working for you. Just and it may and it may work that when you sit down for your five minutes, you'll discover that you can sit for much longer. But if you if you tell yourself, "I have to sit today," and you keep stressing about it, you're creating suffering, and guaranteed you're going to quit being a meditator. Uh huh. That's 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 what we do. That's why the, what you have to do is let go of the rules you have about you know how often you should practice, and because you you will you will gradually build it into your life if you do it without creating anxiety for yourself. Like it doesn't make it a rule or a commandment or a. Uh, 
You know, some people, it's very easy. They can say, I'm going to do it when I wake up. And they, they're very disciplined and able to do that. Now, they might just be sitting and mind is busy, and, but, but that's good. You know, even if you sit and you think, well, my mind's crazy. Why am I sitting today? Because my mind's just all over the place. That's a perfect time to sit and watch your crazy mind. That's a good to your watching ourselves is what we're trying to do. So that can be one way to create, okay, for five minutes, I'm going to sit and, and, and observe how crazy I am. Observe how wild my mind is. It doesn't even want to give me five minutes and see how it feels in your body. So that's one way. So create that five minutes where even if you hate it, you're going to do it, and you're going to observe all the craziness going on in your physical body. Or oh yeah, don't yeah, let it come in and what and observe it. Just observe it, and it, and and I know your physical body's doing a lot of stuff that you can observe. It's the nature of even the kind of uh, what your your condition is right now. Yes. And instead of letting it be distracting you from your practice, let it be your practice. Because if we're working with anger, so we it, don't say, oh, I'm not going to sit because I'm so angry at so-and-so, so I can't sit because when you sit you have to be peaceful. And No, that's the perfect time to sit. And you can observe how that anger feels in your body. And uh, just be with it. Okay, where do I feel it the most? Is it in my gut? You know, and, and does it feel good? Does it feel good to be angry? You know, is this, this, I'm making this choice to be angry, and how does it feel? It's not so much fun. But you're even, but with physical conditions, pain and chronic pain, and um, you can still sit and just observe that and see how, you know, See how your body's, where is it in your body? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and if, you, and if you get used to just observing your body, you'll start seeing, wow, today it's on my right side. I'm not observing it the same. I notice that. That's, I notice that. When you just said that, I'm not observing it the same as I did so so let that be let that be your practice and then then that observation is going to be teaching you and and revealing a lot to you and your awareness is going to increase and then don't burden yourself with you know how much you need to meditate in addition to that like let that be okay for me right now for today that's that's it and that's that's good enough yeah does that help yeah be- because that that ang- that anxiety about oh i'm not doing this and that's we a lot of us share that it's all because and it's our, and it's suffering right there's there's this little thing that's off like i'm not meditating as much as i think somebody over here is you know 
And if they're meditating more than me, that's not good. I should be meditating at least the same as them or maybe a little more than them. That's why I hate it when people... We had a thing that some people were doing on Facebook years ago. It was with a class. It was with a... But they were they were putting on Facebook, on their chat on Facebook, how much how much time they spent meditating each day. And it some people said that really was helpful, but I don't like to see that. It's like, is it a contest? Or is it a competition? Or is it just a helpful reminder? I I think why why are they why are they doing that? That would make me crazy. It's like, oh, somebody else meditated for 15 minutes and, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to tell them I meditated more and make them feel bad and I'm not going to admit I did it less because then I'd feel bad. So don't, we, don't do that to yourself. I, you know, we, none of us should do that to ourselves. Sherry, you wanted to say something. And that's really what that silence is good for, because we want to hear it. We want to understand how those, the pain or the noises, exactly. And that's your, that can be your practice, because it's like you're having that uh, that conversation with your body, and you need to do. That's probably what you need to do. And that's good practice because this body is what we have. This is what we have this lifetime to work with. It's everything between here and here, and that's what we need to work with. It's it's we carry it around with us all the time. It's handy, like our breath. So that's a that's a really good question of comments too, because so many of us think we're not doing enough. We're not doing as much. We're not good enough because we don't meditate enough. That's such a that's so uh, like an oxymoron or something. You know, it's so ironic. We're don't just erase that. That there's that there's like if you have to, just give yourself a break for a while and see how much better you feel not thinking about it. I mean, just don't meditate for a week. And then maybe at the end of the week you'll you'll just decide, oh, you know, I like, uh, I'm going to sit. It, it get rid of all the rules and all the uh, demands that you've put on yourself. When I noticed I stopped a couple days straight. Uh-huh. I kind of like panicked <laughs> when I realized that it was a couple days. Yeah. And then I, I let that thought go. And then within the next, a few days after that, I noticed myself touching myself, meditating, or just breathing, taking the time to breathe at random times, uh-huh. just anywhere and everywhere, wherever, and just doing it. Yeah. I okay, I can do this anywhere, I can go back to anywhere, walking, sitting, whatever. And then I picked up again, and that's when I realized, why am I getting anxiety? To breathe. Yeah, it is just breathing, right? Yeah. The only difference is just being and breathe. Yeah. 
That's all. That's all. And I think, especially when we have metta practice, and just, you know, when we're just doing mindfulness practice, we're just breathing and watching our breath. I think we can do metta when we're driving in the car, and we can do it if we're, we're walking, if we're driving, let's see, uh, pretty much all the time. Uh, ap- yeah, and that's a really good time to do it. Think of where you get most frustrated. For most people, it's when they're stuck somewhere and they can't, they can't play on their cell phone or they can't be talking to somebody because they don't have anybody to talk to. Like standing in line or waiting for someone or sitting in an office waiting. So most of us have throughout the day a lot of opportunities for, to meditate. And doing metta practice is a great way to, if you're at the dentist, that's a wonderful place to do metta practice. <laughs> so, that and that that counts. All that is practice, and all that it's all about uh, moving our practice into our day-to-day, minute-to-minute life. So, if that's how we need to have our training practice, that's fine. Because what we want to do is. Just be carrying the, what we're learning on the cushion is just, it's like going to school. It's, it's, it's training and it's, it's how we, how we live in the world day to day that we're, we're training for. Yeah, we, we worry too much. And I think as Westerners too, we have this thing about, you know, uh, let's compare. I don't know, it's like going to the gym, going to the meditation gym. No, we don't need to do that. And I speak from experience. I've tortured myself for a lot of years. So, time for one one or two more questions. Be careful, if you even do that, I think you're raising your hands. (laughs) It's like an auction. Uh-huh. Um, I'm reading the mindfulness book, and they mentioned in the practice of breathing, once you get through the inhales and exhales, sometimes people start to envision maybe a star or something on the their nose or on the book. I don't know if you're familiar with that or what that kind of comes from. Which book is it in? The mindfulness book. Mindfulness in plain English? Yeah, I don't know. It's just stuck with me. So they they see they they see like maybe like a fog or a star or something with their eyes closed. I I I've I've had a lot of teachers say if you have if you see things like that just just don't worry about it it'll go away. <laughs> I I know on the inside of my eye sometimes I I can like I'm creating it but I'm playing with a like a ball of light or something but but that's just to keep me fascinated that's just entertainment so i try to try to stop doing that <laughs> but if bante g talks about it do you know do you know what he's talking about Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I, I, uh, that could be that could become like the object that you that you're that you're break you that thanks Sherry, your your object for your meditation could be some other object, and the and then and that might be the flame a flame of a candle or it could be something like because sometimes the sensation of the breath gets so subtle um, that you're even having to imagine what that sensation is like you you have to just it, that's why sometimes uh, let, letting the belly be what your focus of attention is uh, is is more is coarser so it's easier to feel and so if if this is getting so subtle that you don't know if you're breathing in and in and out it might be that there's another little point that that can be that okay yeah yeah and you and really it it does it it is uh like you're imagining it when it gets so subtle that you don't have any you're not aware anywhere and if it's not cold outside like in the winter it's easier to to be aware of it but if the temperature is kind of perfect inside and out you you're not you're just imagining you're feeling your breath so that that point or that other object to focus on can be a good thing or your belly okay so thank you everybody well it's wonderful to have uh questions about our meditation practice because most of the time you find that other people have exactly you know similar questions or other people have have the answer like that's thanks sherry so it's it's good to know that that we're in that we're that everybody around you isn't some professional meditator <laughs> and <laughs> and you're the only one in the room that i mean i spent the first several years of met, uh, learning how to meditate, and I I didn't ever feel comfortable asking them, and it was silent. I mean, the meditation about that ask nobody's question is going to be silly either because probably if you're in any room, most of the people or at least half the people in the room have the same question, or they had it two days ago. So, be comfortable talking about questions you have about your practice. Thanks, everybody.